vampires. 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 And werewolves. And witches. Homewrecker. Homewrecker. You don't understand. Hormone adult teenager. You don't understand. Promposal. Promposal. But which one should I choose? I hate you, Mom. This is Hannah's Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, featuring Saskia and Eric and Hannah Davies. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to round 16 of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, the podcast where I, Hannah, take the genre I'm obsessed with, teen dramas, and expose two of my best friends uh, to what I think are you know, the greatest shows on TV. So they have to come to an agreement by the end of this episode of which one we're going to continue watching and which one we are going to let go forever. Say hello, friends. Hello, my name is Eric. Hello, my name is Saskia. Uh, This is round 16, which I am calling the uh, clash of the best theme songs ever. Yeah. Uh, Two of my favorites. I I can't even recall the Finding Carter one. Oh, it's great. I don't know if it's a real song, but if it was a real song, I would listen to it. That's how good it is. (laughs) It's an MTV show, so it is a real song. Probably. It has to be. Yeah. Well, we'll look it up later. Probably. Yeah. 21 Jump Street did have, like, across the board, the greatest music we've encountered. Excellent music. Well, there was some really... Don't don't forget that in Kyle XY, they used a McCluskey song. (laughs) That one song. Which Eric will never... Forget. Yes. And you? Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't think it was Kyle XY. You're right. Yeah. All right. So our current champion is MTV's Finding Carter. It uh, premiered in 2004. We're only on the second episode. Who mm-hmm. wants to tell us what happened in uh, The Birds, episode two of Finding Carter? I believe, as per our agreement, I'm I'm uh, recapping... That is the agreement. Yeah, okay. So I'll do just Finding Carter. Just trying to keep that off the air, but let's <laughs> just air also our, our going to. Let's do it. A peek behind the curtain. Me yeah. and Saskia had an agreement. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> so this episode starts in media res. Uh, we get to see Carter dancing. She's having a great time. And soon we find out that she it's, she's dancing and having such a great time because she's high on drugs. Molly. But what else drugs. is she doing in the scene? She's not just dancing. Oh, she's dancing. And then um, in the scene, like, so Max and Gabe show up. Max and Taylor. Max and Taylor show up uh, to say hi. And she hugs Max. And then Gabe shows up and she kisses Gabe. Right on the mouth. Right on the in lips. In front of both of the other two. Yes. Who are in love with each of the others. And as you heard on the last episode, Saskia was really upset that Carter did not bring up Max when she told <laughs> Gabe that she could not date him. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, we don't even know why Max is there. This is the biggest mystery to me. Yeah. Max is part of her old life. Yeah. Right. Um, Why is he showing up at parties? uh, Carter looks around and she says, uh, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that because she realizes that Taylor's in love with Gabe and she kissed Gabe in front of Taylor and Max pretty much has a thing for her. They have a, a, what is it, a friends with benefits thing? Well, they haven't, they don't really just DTR in this episode, but last we left them, they were, he was Pushing for that, so right. that's what he wants, obviously. Even though he's clearly in love with her still. So it's very complicated stuff. Um, oh, like, not even a triangle. It's like a love thing. square. Yeah. And then Carter passes out, and she has a, she no, no. Pass out. She has a First, seizure. First, Taylor says, I liked you better when you were dead. That's right. Harsh. That's one of the Taylor's harshness. great 
one-liners. It's a good line. When she is pissed off. She is there to tell Carter, which we find out later, that she's grounded. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty annoyed. Um, so basically, uh, that's what's going on. Carter's having a seizure, and then it goes four days earlier. And we see, okay, so now we're going to see what leads up to Carter being high on How drugs. How we got to this mess. Yes. So what's going on in this episode? I'll tell you what's going on in this episode. Uh, <clears throat> Carter is going to school for the first time in her new life. Well, not really. And she's immediately uh, pretends to have a panic attack because um, someone is eating yogurt in class. And so she's uh, it's like, oh, yogurt. Last time I saw my mom was at the frozen yogurt place. Pretends to have a panic attack. Um, and Gabe promises to get her out of the classroom and down uh, down to the principal's office or something. and But really, she reveals, no, I was just messing with them so I didn't have to go to school. Um, and Gabe's like, well, you can spend the whole day with me now. Wait, so you're not... And please stop calling Elizabeth my mom. She is... She is not my mom. So you think that whole thing? Well, not the part where I had to listen to you brag about how your dad almost arrested the kidnapper mom. Please don't refer to her as that. She is just my mom. I'm sorry. It gets confusing sometimes. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, thanks for getting me out of there. So, bam, we just got a whole day off school. What do you want to do? Gabe, I'm not spending the day with you. Come on, I've got my car. We can go into the city. I'll take you to see the stairs from the exorcist. Gabe, I can't even say your name without Taylor going, blech, and walking out the room. She finds out I spent the entire day with you. She'll kill me. Which she doesn't want to do. Carter doesn't want to do because uh, she knows that Taylor has a thing for Gabe. And she doesn't want Taylor to know that they would be spending the whole day together because she doesn't want to hurt Taylor's feelings. Um, And Gabe's like, well, how how is she going to find out? And then just at that moment, Taylor's like walking by. Coming in from gym class. Yeah. A bunch of uh, everyone's. Everyone's coming in and Taylor sees, and everybody sees, Carter and Gabe together. Um, So one thing I didn't really get about this is uh, everyone's in class, uh, or there's one class where Carter and Gabe are in, and then Taylor's in a gym class. But as soon as they, like, walk out of the school, just a bunch of kids just, like, hanging out, just, like... Did you not go to high school? (laughs) Don't stay in the same class with everybody. Well, yeah, but, like, everyone's in a class. I had periods where I was not. I did, too, but um, there were, like, study periods. Oh, no, we had free periods. That's weird. Yeah. Um, A lot of them. Anyways. (laughs) So. (laughs) That just was really, like, wow, did you go to a high school with eight people in it? So you're always in the same class all the time? (laughs) No, but everyone is in a class. But they were in a class. Right. Well, they were in gym class. No, no, I'm talking about the people who aren't in a class. So you seem to have seen people outside that oh, were there just hanging out as well as the gym people, as yeah. well as Carter and Gabe? Yeah, well, so they walk up to a table and there's like a bunch of people hanging around like this briefcase. Totally normal. Making oh, beds. Oh, Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I didn't catch, they said. So, yeah, people have spares. Yes. That's that's common in high school to have okay. a spare that you don't have. It's not a study. It's been a while since I've been to high school, yeah. so I don't know. Um, they said what Ophi's short for. I didn't uh, One catch it. Freaking eyebrow. Oh. One freaking eyebrow. Does he have a unibrow? He did not. I checked. Well then. What, what is that? Does Maybe he... he did as a child. 
One freaking eyebrow. Yeah. I wonder what that is. I thought that was the stupidest part of this episode, to be totally honest with you. I'm glad I missed it. I had no memory <laughs> yeah. that that was the case. I knew his name was Ophi, but I One I freaking know. eyebrow. I, I went back, because I couldn't hear it the first time. Yeah. Oh, that's very strange. I, and um, then I expected him to have a... Unibrow? Yeah, and he didn't. He looked... His face looked fine. Was he missing an eyebrow? Nope. Okay. That's strange. Or maybe we'll eyebrows. find out in like a future episode. Maybe he'll tell the story of... Yeah. Yeah. Of how we got so, that yeah, name. He's the new character introduced, and as well as Bird. Bird, that's right. Is that the name of the the show? That name of the episode's called The Birds. Is that what you said? Uh, yes. I I noticed it as well when it's you only said one it. Bird and that I'm like, I remember. The hell did the birds have to do with this episode? Oh, you know what the birds are. We'll get to that Is later. It it's penguins. Penguins are birds. And armadillos. Armadillos aren't birds. No. <laughs> And giraffes and elephants. So anyways... I, like, almost ugly cried in this episode, you guys. Like, I I don't like this show that much. But this is... There's a few, a handful, that are just, like, sobbers for me. And this one, every friggin' episode, mm. I'm crying. And I, like, actually don't care for it. So I'm just gonna throw in my two cents there. But um, that armadillo shit just fucking crushed me. So, what they're doing is Ophi is like Ophi is like a, a very specific um, archetype of yes, high school student. And we'll student. see his archetype again in uh, different shows for sure. <laughs> well, I've seen it in um, I've seen it in I can't remember all the shows I've seen. I've seen it in movies and and TV shows before. It's very strange. I don't know why this. Now this I didn't have in my high school. I don't know about you guys, but like some no, dude me neither. Book on sports games. I mean, maybe there was, and I just wasn't in that circle, but. So he's a hyper business minded, um, always looking to make a quick buck yeah, high school kid. Yeah, burner phones and glow sticks at parties. That's right. And he... Um, as well as drugs, obviously. I don't think he sells well, no, the drugs. he was giving them away. He, bought, he buys drugs. Crash sells the drugs. Right. Um, but anyways, Ophi is... Uh, he, he takes bets. And right now he has a pool on when Lori will be captured. Lori, yeah. who is Carter's mom... She, kidnapper. She, yeah. Kidnapper and mom. Um, so that's what Carter comes up to, walks up to find. And she's pretty um, she's... reasonable about it. Because <laughs> she's like, at first she's like, you know, she's pretty angry. Like, uh, excuse me, that's my mom. And you guys are, you know, I'm worried about her safety and stuff. And you guys are taking bets on when she's going to be captured. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to you want to pick a date, okay? And then the buy-in's going to be ten dollars. Winner takes home three grand. Uh, what if a year goes by and they don't catch her? Then we start a new pool in the pot, though. <sighs> Excuse me. Ow, man. Sorry, sorry. That's my mom. I uh, just lost the customer. Not your fault. I do blame you, however, Gabe. I didn't know. Oh, you knew. We decided not to tell him. Right, that is what we decided. Tell me what. I'm Ophi, by the way. And Bird, we kind of met at that party. Remember, she's the one that did that thing with the shot glass. Shot glass, that was sweet. I love that. I can never. I'm afraid of fire. Why have you got a photo of my mom in your briefcase? This is my office. I make books. I take bets. Sporting events mostly. Anything from high school matchups to pro ball. Pretty much full service. I do straight, parlay, teasers, sides. I calculate my own spreads, if I may indulge in a little humble brag. And from time to time, I come up with a fun novelty pool. So you're taking bets on the date my mom gets arrested? <sighs> Makes you feel any better. Most people are giving her at least six months. You're an ass. I know. I'm sorry. I feel really bad. Maybe don't do the pool. I don't feel that bad. You know what? It doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. She promised me she'd be back. Um, and very quickly, she's just like, oh, but these are my friends. Ophi and, and Bird are my very good friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm going to skip school all day to hang out with them in Bird's uh, studio apartment. Yes. Which is in the backyard of her house. And yeah. It's made out of, like, trailers. Like, those box. Anyway. It's cool. <laughs> I like it. Um, and Bird is an artist. I think that, like, she and Ophi are close in some way. I think they're probably dating or something. Um, but yeah, so basically, this whole episode, Carter is hanging out with Bird and Ophi and Gabe together. And they're, um, I guess to, to like, sort of repent for making a pool, um, about, uh, Carter's mom, Ophi and Gabe and Bird help her, like, throw, throw off the FBI. So their plan is to, like, use burner phones to send texts to Carter, um, pretending to be her mom. Yeah. And then, obviously, the FBI is, like, tracking her phone. So the FBI is like, oh, okay, we see all these texts coming in from Lori. Uh, and then they send a bunch of them in a quick succession that, like, form a very simple code that says uh, food court at the mall at 4 p.m. today. So the FBI go there to catch... Carter in that and then it turns out they uh they had a bunch of high school kids all at the same time raise up these middle finger like foam hands um so I I didn't really yeah her her mom was uh her biological mother was there trying to catch Lori and it really hurt her feelings and she was she was the yes that's she's also like mid panic attack because she thought Carter like she couldn't find Carter at school her she go bag the was gone, was gone. Yeah. And, and she had run away. Yeah, she thought that Lori may already like that she was planning to meet Lori and all, yeah. like, and go and with go her away. Right? But uh, but the finger you should say calls back to an earlier scene where she found it at Bird's studio, brought it home, and Lori freaked out and told her to get it out of the house, and she left it on the front door. So yeah, it was a direct assault. So she knew her. it was like yeah. a fuck mother right to her, and and her bosses did too, which is like humiliating on yes. another level. It was yeah. bad. Like, um, she wasn't supposed to show up there, then she did, and, like, her partner doesn't even notice his own son sitting three tables away. Yeah, that was, that was strange. And also, the FBI people seemed, like, frustrated with her a little bit. Yeah. When it was their screw-up, like, she didn't do anything. It was all of them being like, oh, okay, we tracked the... We tracked the burner phones. We solved right, this Right, but her child is wasting their time and resources. And that's like, they're putting that on to bad parenting kind well, of thing. That's what bad parenting! That was dumb, I, I thought. Yeah, no, no, totally. Yes, no. But it's um, like, control your child. Like, this is your fault. What I thought was stranger was this whole plan to like... So the idea, Gabe says that this is, this is a plan to get the FBI off her tail. Yeah. So the idea is that after they screw with them like this, then they're going to say, well, there's no point in tracking Carter's phone anymore. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the only upside is that it's like temporarily they're following a false lead. But that would only help if Lori was, you know, running or trying to escape, which I doubt she is. Yeah, or that would only help if like instead of... Then again, they're children. This is child logic. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's... 
It doesn't really have to be smart. I guess so, yeah. But they, like, I don't know. It's It seemed... Um, they never go to school, so they're obviously not that educated. They spend, like, there's multiple days covered in this. Four days, yeah. They don't go to school for, like, four days. Yeah. Um, so what else is going on? Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth? Elizabeth no. is uh, talking to Max, trying to figure out... Um, about Carter. Yeah. Like she's interviewing Max as if it's interrogating. like interrogating. Yeah, interrogating Max as if it's like for a uh for the case. Yeah. But she I think she turns off the recorder and just asks him about Carter. Well, yeah, cuz as soon as he starts talking about how she doesn't know how you sound when you laugh, like he starts yeah. saying all this personal stuff that's about her. Yeah. She's like, "Okay, well, I don't want my coworkers to see this tape, yeah. so we're going to stop that." And then she's like, "Ooh, I can get him to like tell me stuff about Carter that yeah. Nobody else knows, right? And then she drags him home, like, basically against his will. Yeah, well, I think he seems okay with it. Yeah, but... Um, but, uh... He's maybe afraid that Carter is gonna be mad he's, like, taking her side kind of thing. So, basically, Max is staying with them for a little bit. Um, so I guess she brought him home, like, for... So Carter can have something in her life from her old life. But also because he has loose lips. I invited Max to stay for a couple of days. You did? Yes, I thought you'd enjoy it. You cleared it with your folks, right? Yeah, I don't think they believe me, though. Cops don't usually bring me home. (laughs) To their home, they don't bring me to their home. I'm confused. This morning you were mad at me. No, I wouldn't call that mad. Okay, I really would. So what, then she just invited you here? Yeah, you know, like, invitation, subpoena. What's going on? The usual. Okay, now I get it. No, you don't. Let me explain. You didn't bring him here for me. You brought him here for you. You see, it's not enough that you're already listening into all of my phone calls and checking my emails. Now you have to plant my friends in my home to spy on me. Come on, we're leaving. Oh, I see. I didn't really get that. Yeah, well, that's why Carter freaks out. It's like, he's here to spy on me. For you. Like, to keep an eye on me. I don't think that was explained. Make sure I don't leave. She said it out loud. Well, she says it, but I didn't know where she was getting that from. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. No, well, it's because he just spilled all this info. So it's like, ooh. uh, Okay. Like, Carter's not going to tell me what they're up to, what they're doing all day. But Max over the dinner table will blab all about it. Like, that's what it is, I think. Also, like, she's less likely to run away for her best friend is there. Um, It's definitely shady, but I think also it was nice, too. Like, it was both. Right. Well, here's the shady thing. Unlike our friend. Super shady. David. Right. David's the dad, right? Yeah. So. Who, is, who Carter is defending. Yes. Yeah, so so last episode, um, we discovered that he, so he had written a book called Losing, what's Linden. Losing Linden. And then uh, the possibility of him writing another book called Finding Carter came up, but um I believe Carter was like, you're going to write a book about me? Like, that sucks. That's really bad. So in between, I don't remember him saying this, but did he say he wouldn't write the book? Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot that. 100%. He told her he wouldn't. And then we found out that he was lying. And he's recording their fucking He's recording their, yeah. Their therapy sessions on tape. That's brutal. This guy's the worst. Yeah. As I was trying to tell you last episode, but you didn't want to hear it. Well, you can't spoil stuff for us. You can't base your knowledge of what happens in the show. Um, we have to... Me and Saskia are going in blind. You have to come to your own opinions That's, that's and, exactly and correct. I agree. Uh, and so because of all this happening, um, 
all, all this stuff is going on. Uh, Carter has to go to family therapy. She doesn't like it. Um, Max is taking Elizabeth's side. Like they recorded the, uh, the prank of her at the food court. And Max is like, Oh, look how sad she looks. Like I feel a little bad for her. You know, she, she's missing you or whatever. And so she's like, Oh man, this sucks. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sad and frustrated. And then she goes and hangs out with just Ophie and bird and they give her Molly and then she's high, and then we get back to the thing that we saw at the in media res part. And yes. then we're in the hospital for seizure. That's right. She was in a little coma, not <laughs> a big coma, just a little coma. Enough to scare us. Um, her little brother. What's her little brother's name? Grant. Whatever. Grant. Her little brother has been worried that uh, um, she's going to leave, um, and. She even says as much, like, if my, you know, if I had a chance to be with my mother, Lori, I'd want to be with her, you know, I'm sorry, Grant. Then he, uh, uh, at the hospital, gives her a burner phone and says, you know, if you leave, just make sure you talk to me, because I'm going to miss you. That's oh, it's a very sweet moment. Um, and yeah. I forgot to talk about the penguins. And the armadillo. Right. And the elephant. And the family Giraffes. therapy. Well, it's, it's hard, because... Because I have to do it with everyone watching me. I feel like some elephant who accidentally got assigned to the penguin house. You know, it's it's so obvious that I'm an elephant. But people keep coming up to me with a clipboard and saying, hmm, you know, according to this, you're, a, you're actually a penguin. Actually, I, I also feel like that, except in my version, I'm an armadillo and they're giraffes. At least the penguins can see the elephant, but they don't even know I'm down there. I know you're down there. Family therapy, there's a point where uh, Carter says that she feels like uh, she feels like an elephant and and the the zookeepers are saying, no, you need to be with these penguins. You're actually supposed to be with the penguins. And then uh, Grant is like, I feel the same way, except I feel like a armadillo or. Yeah. Um, and they're giraffes. So they don't even know I'm down here. Yeah. At least the penguins know, like can see you. I think the penguins, um, I think that's what the t- the episode title refers to. Yeah. The, the birds. birds. Plus, one, Plus bird. one of the characters is named Bird. Yeah. Uh, and then that's we'll, it. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth gave her a, an elephant, a, a stuffed elephant. That's right. Yeah. Just to show she's trying. And it was a very sweet moment. And we can see that Elizabeth is really the good guy. Yes, in the end. even though she thinks David is the good guy. I mean, yeah, Elizabeth is. Um, that's what's kind of good about this show. Like Elizabeth has things that you really dislike about her. Like I don't like the way I'm totally on Carter's side. Like Lori is her mom. Like why is Elizabeth so obsessed with tracking her down? But it comes from a place of you know caring about Carter and not wanting to lose her again. It's a very complicated situation it's that very complicated, none of us yeah. will most likely ever find it. Do you think that we'll see Lori again if we watch oh, yes. more episodes? Well, I watched the next time on, so I know that there's definitely more Lori. Yeah? There's certainly more Lori. What are you talking about? I, I'm just asking. 100% is my answer without knowing what's going to happen in the next episode. Do you have any thoughts on her um, her excuse for lack of a better word like she said in the pilot like there are things you don't know la 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 like do you do you have any thoughts on what her reason is going to be that she took carter um no i mean it's probably like she 
Uh, she, she just thought that they were bad people or something. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't think there's anything to that. It's probably not important. I know that they showed it on the previous layout, but it's probably not important. It probably means nothing at all. <laughs> it's probably totally probably won't come red herring. Probably yeah. won't come back again. Yeah. All right, let's talk about what happened on the pilot episode of Fox's 1987 smash hit, 21 Jump Street. Yes, let's talk about it. All As right. per the agreement, Suski is going to... I'm going recap to this. recap 21 Jump Street. Based on the agreement that we had earlier. And we start not with Johnny Depp, uh, not with Peter DeLuise. Nope. Uh, with Noreen and Kenny. Exactly. Who I don't even know if they'll come back ever again. Well, they'll, they'll this be episode. back in part two. Okay. I can tell you yes, that. there's a two be continued. Yeah. <laughs> After Holy that, shit. probably not. Uh, this is going to be one where we don't need to remember almost anyone's names <laughs> except for the people in that chapel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so we start with this family. It's a tense dinner, dinner situation. The daughter is very much anti-parents. Um, That's, you know, big in the 80s. Yes. Hating your parents. Is that yes. an 80s thing or just a teenager thing? It's a forever thing. And then the son comes into it as well. Uh, but before they can finish their dinner, uh, they get they get held at gunpoint. By these two ruffians. One of who we later find out is named Waxer. Waxer. But his given name is Tyrell, so you can call him. I'm going to call him Waxer. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I don't know the other know. guy's name. Um, they are very intense, very serious. Their outfits are amazing. Like, holy fuck, leather and chains and spikes. Yeah. It, it really looks like Michael Jackson from a music yeah. video. It was bad, maybe. Everyone did bad music in the video. 80s. Everyone. That's what everyone wanted to look like. That's very he strange. Did in all of his outfits, yeah, it's crazy. Holy crap! They're only there, obviously. They're for, there for the son. The son owes them six thousand yeah. dollars, I believe and they we say. Still don't know why. No, we don't know. We don't know. But uh, we're assuming it's drugs because that's what they think. Because that's what that one cop thought. Yeah. Uh, so yes, they are. They're demanding. Uh, the car that they saw in the driveway, a, a Lexus. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Jaguar. A Lexus. He said a Jag. <laughs> Lexus is like a crap car. I thought it was a Lambo, but yeah, it, whatever. A, he said Jag. Okay. He this said that. Well, he definitely pointed it out. Jaguar is probably more likely back then than a Lambo. Stay quiet, stay alive. Diane, please. Say what he says. Listen, look to. We'll do anything you want. Just don't hurt anybody. What do you, what do you want? Ask you a little no-color choir boy, huh? Oh! You owe me six oh, grand. Oh! And do you know these boys? Mom, please! Look, guys, I'll get it. I just need more time. Get it? Get what? What is... Time's up. There's a new jag in the driveway. Come on, give up the keys. Give him the keys. We take little sister here to the prom. It was a beautiful red car. Anyways. It's worth a lot more than six thousand dollars. I'm going to tell you right definitely now. Definitely does not belong to the kid. It no, belongs to the, the father. Yeah. For sure. So they are now committing a huge crime against the man who owes them nothing. The man named Bill. But their son does. Yeah. Uh, so yes, he gives them the key because they're pointing a shotgun in his face after they blast something on the wall. Is the clock? It's the TV. The TV. <laughs> they fucking shoot the TV. <laughs> they blow up the TV, which I thought was really funny. And so it they're going to really take his daughter on a date if they don't. So, yeah, it's take like, her this is prom. a very poorly planned crime. Let me just say that much. Uh, but they get away with it, and uh, Daddy insists. Da- Bill, Dan, yeah, Bill, his name's Bill. 
uh, calls the cops, even though the son insists, Kenny. Kenny, that they will kill him if he does that. Yes. Um, uh, but that's when we... He cries a lot about it. Yeah, the acting is intense. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yes. There's some screaming. Yes. And close-ups of his face, mm-hmm. which was very distressing. <laughs> yes. And, and then, then... And Tom. Tom Hansen. We get an introduction. Should be called Tom Handsome. To our, our hero. That'd be a terrible character name. I agree. It would, it would really <laughs> take me out if his name was Tom Handsome. Well, that's what we're going to call And him. Marty Seinfeld. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Charlie. Charlie. Who's his partner who's a, about to retire. Yes. Pretty soon. Uh, we know this scenario very well. Um, or do we see the robbery first? No. Yes. How do we meet them? There's so many scenes in succession. He's complaining about not getting his nose broken because Tom's last two partners have ended yes. up with broken noses. That's right. Okay. But we can't because they got some lady with them and she's screaming for help, huh? We still leave. I don't. You do if you're with me, Pancho. I got six months left in the stage play and I'm not going up and smoke on a 415 where some little old lady is screaming for help. My old lady screams for help. Big deal. I take it to the movies. Is that what they taught you in the academy? 30 years ago, there wasn't any academy. Just the streets. You rode in the back seat of a black and white for a week and a half, and you got to go to grade school, and a couple of guys were trying to kill each other or taking stuff that wasn't theirs. It was simple then, but like I say, police work's a science now. From what I hear about you, the uh, academy must have a new John Wayne goes to cop school course. There's two guys you rode with, both ended up in the clinic with busted noses. Seems you like to roll in hot and kick tails. I don't want to kick tails. Yeah, you do. Because with that baby face you got, everybody's been kicking yours since the seventh grade. I know you're dead. He's a good cop. One thing for sure, he's a hell of a lot bigger than you are. And then they, he tells him to follow that car, right? Because he says it looks suspicious. But yes, yeah, so we do see the robbery before No, we this. see... No, we see the... We see uh, they, they go to the... Um, I'm so sorry. They go to the, the burglary. They go to the break-in. The home invasion first. Right. The, okay, yeah. Right. They go there. They talk to them. To the kid. The kid. Uh, the kid, oh yeah, Johnny pisses him off, really. He tries to get close to him, get an answer out of him. Uh, they, all, everybody... The parents won't tell them what they know. That their son owes them $6,000, but they think that it's about their son. Uh, but he's just sulking on the stairs until he eventually runs away. Yeah, about away. the eurythmics. Holy crap, right? <laughs> the eurythmics. That's so funny. Is he failed gym or whatever. Oh, what With a, a D. Like a D minus. If he's bringing gym. that up now after what just happened. Yeah. You didn't even let me go to the eurythmics. <laughs> It's because they. It's because they brought it up. It's because. But they brought Marie, it up beforehand. Yeah. yeah. So he's just been stewing on it because he's been like listening on the stairs, like the listening whole time. to him talk about him. I actually thought he had run away in anger before he did, but no. So yes, after Johnny tries to reason, sorry, Dan, Tom, Tom, God damn it! You can call him Johnny if you want. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom tries to reason with him. It really backfires. Um, and then they end up driving away, and that's when we cut to the robbery in progress of four more people. Uh, they just robbed this poor man in his convenience store. Uh, it's very violent again. Like, they just shove him into the... Well, yeah, they don't shoot him, so that's nice. <laughs> that's um, nice. But... Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> they they let him live. Yeah, and then, well, they drive away, and um, that's when 
Charlie. Charlie notices them and was like, yeah, follow that car, will ya? And then they stop at a green light, which they do not notice. And um, Charlie starts questioning them if everything is all right, which clearly it is not because they've stopped at a green light. Uh, yeah. And once they realize that, they start to speed away. Which is not smart. Not smart at all. No. Like, just play cool. Be like, yes, oh my God. How, <laughs> my bad, I'm too careful. I'll be more <laughs> attentive next time. Anyway, he instead drives off. There's a car chase. Before the 15-minute mark, there's a car chase. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> which ends with them being cornered into some kind of mountain of dirt, some sand heap. Uh, yeah. On a bridge. Yes. Going the bridge. wrong way on a one way. All in yes. Vancouver, by the way. Yes. 1980s Vancouver. Pro of watching the rest of this. It was, I noticed it for the first time with the, uh. With the steam clock? I think, no, I think it was the, the skyline shot. Yeah. In the office. In the office. Yeah. yeah. Um. So cool. It looks exactly yeah. the same. And then they smashed, cheesier. they smashed into the car. So they're, they're like sandwiched in between the cop car and the, the mountain of dirt. And it's really great. So they get them out of the car, line them all up. Um, but Why Charlie, they handcuff them? I don't know, dude. That I mean, whole maybe thing was crazy. Two pairs of handcuffs, but still, that'd be better than none. Well, yeah, that's what uh, I was watching this with Fran, and she was like very uh, upset that they didn't handcuff. Yeah, it was there's, weird. In this, yeah, there's also like no respect for the police whatsoever. None of these criminals seem to realize what what they're doing when they're pointing a gun at a cop and like running away from the police. The police. But it's like that mentality of Robocop. Are we back in B-more? Yes. Police. It's like Robocop, where it's just like, who are these people? They're so intense and like not, not well, really Well, they were pretty. They were going to stay still with Charlie. Yes. They the, don't respect Johnny Depp because he looks like he's 12 years exactly. old. Like, yeah, and this is, is something they hit hard like throughout <laughs> this. The whole t- The thing. whole episode is like, he is, he's 21. Yeah. He looks like he's 14 years old or something. Yeah. But so I don't every think he does. S- no, he looks 17, I would say. 17, 18. Well, he, he looks young. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely looks like looks a younger young. version of himself. But, but he I doesn't look think- like a cop. Like, if you... If you saw him in a uniform, you'd be like, mm. which I think is actually kind of um, so. A lot of a lot of shows like they don't, you know, they don't look like a cop. They look like an actor. They yeah. look like a model, <laughs> and they kind of like play into that. Like he looks a lot like an actor, and so people are constantly telling him like, "Hey, what, you don't look like a cop at all," and nobody respects him because of it. People, uh, uh, you know, they so when Charlie well, he quickly leaves, loses control of the situation. Yeah. Like, because Charlie fuck, leaves him immediately. with four guys. Why the fuck yeah. wouldn't Charlie send him to call for backup? Yeah, that's exactly. That's, anyway, because and Charlie the radio's pulled, broken because he ripped it out because because Tom was driving too fast. Yeah, because he was going. He started yelling at him for going the wrong way. I was like, what do you want him to do? Lose them? Like get like let them get away? Hell no. Yeah. yeah so he leaves them with them and Johnny or. Tom. Tom loses control of the situation almost immediately. Um, they overtake him. He does manage to hold one of them. He fights back. Yeah, yeah. all the, the other guys drive away in the cop car. In yes. the cop car. They yeah. steal the car, yeah. Uh, and Charlie runs back to uh, help him arrest the one guy they did manage yeah, to. Because yeah, because gunshots go because off. Because gunshots. Two gunshots. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he runs back. Like... And gets his nose broken. Ah, because yeah. Johnny elbows him in the nose. Yes. Yes. Third partner, third broken nose, bye-bye, uh, police job. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Something has to be done, and they're taking action, so he's either going 
uh, to a desk job or he can go undercover. Go on Jump Street. With the 20, yeah, with the Jump Street. And 21 because he's 21 years old? No, or is it the, the address? address? My God, okay. It's on 21, it's, the chapel is at 21 Jump Street. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is when we get the uh, the saxophone montage. Yes. I didn't cry in this episode, but I might have come when I saw him play that saxophone. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit. the fuck? Yeah. Thank you. That ruled. Jesus. For that. Entire so like the, just the the music like if he had the, like like if that was just over the scene or he was just listening to it it would have been amazing yes, yes. but he's but actually playing a goddamn sax and this is the introduction well. to the character and his where he lives and hallelujah what we're gonna see in his personal life while he's pretending to be in high school like. Amazing. So happy. It was wild. The show is the best, and I'm so glad I skipped most of ninth grade to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Just like the kids from Finding Carter. <sighs> exactly. <laughs> Except I wasn't doing Molly and painting. I was watching this show. Much better to use And eating time. a lot of craft dinner. Okay. I wrote down saxophone. Yes, it was the saxophone. Amazing. All right. Tell us about Doug and Harry and Judy Hobbs. Oh, yes, yes. I was like, what? Uh, but, of course, they are our friends at Jump Street. Yes. Um, our fellow child-looking cops. Yes. Doug Penthall, Harry Aoki, they're Harry all, Truman Aoki. They're all very, like, defined characters. But I can't even explain them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Eric? They're just all super Penhall, cool dudes. Penhall's like the, he's a big guy. He's very like uh, the earring. Yes, the long hanging, dangling earring. He's very loud. You have He's to remember, boisterous. all this stuff was like cool then. Yes, so, it was. I think it's still cool. There. Okay, good. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And then he, he shows up looking for Captain Richard Jenko. Who I at first thought was the Greek from The Wire in his younger days, but it took me a while. I was like, no, it's not. But still, I really liked that guy as yeah. well. He's amazing. Uh, yes, you think he's absolutely not a cop. He's super, like, I don't even know. He's a burnout. Yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be a hippie. Hey, what's happening, man? Hi. I'm here to see, uh, Captain Jenko. Yeah? Far out. Is he here? Yeah. Yo, autograph. Well, uh, could you tell him Patrolman Hanson is here? I, uh, don't want him to think I'm late. Hey, you ain't late. You like that sound? Not really. Me neither. Praise God, hallelujah, maybe I'm saved. Been a deadhead since Woodstock. I didn't go, I was only five. Look, I've really got to check in with Captain Jenko. Yeah. Yeah, well, where can I find him? Hey, you're looking at him, Hanson. I'm right here. Except on Saturday nights, I play lead guitar with some bunk old dudes in my garage band. You're Captain Jenko? Gets better, doesn't it? Hey, can you believe that guy? Huh? He could squeeze more music out of a Stratocaster than Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Alvin Lee put together, man. Jimmy was the best. Too bad he had to throw it all away on a short ride getting high. I'm not uh, familiar with him. Who did he uh, play with? God. 
which I guess were still around in the 80s. Well, they're yeah. still... For sure, yeah. Still hanging out. They're getting older, but they were around. Which, uh, one thing I thought was very funny, so um, Tom is meeting with, what's Captain Jenko? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting, like, all these glimpses of, like, his hippie life. And Captain Jenko, like, points to a poster of Jimi Hendrix on the wall. <laughs> and he's like, he's the best man. He's better than Eric Clapton and whoever, whatever, combined. And Tom's like, yeah, I've never heard of him. He's like, who like, who does he play, play with? with? Who does he play with, like... You've never heard of Jimmy Hendrix? In 1987? Yeah. Like, what? That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. It is really weird. He only listens to saxophone music. Exclusively. But who does he play with, Hannah? Uh, He plays by himself. No, he plays with God. That's what Captain Jenko says. Right. He just looks at him really hard and he says, God. Yeah. He plays with God. That's fair. He also plays with the Jimmy Hendrix He does now, I guess, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. I was like, well, there's the... Oh, yeah, experience. I've heard of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they tried to train him. They, well, they first do a make makeover, not makeover, but yeah. they do over. Make under. New hair. His hair sucks. Uh, he gets a sweet-ass leather jacket. Mm, which he'll wear all the she, time. Uh, what's her name? Hobbs. Hobbs? Uh, Judy, yeah. Judy Hobbs. Judy Hobbs. Uh, she, uh, She's also the singer of the aforementioned Amazing theme song. Ah. Mm. She tries to take an earring out of her ear and give it to him, which I thought was gross. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a montage of them, like, going on a date, basically. Like, um, hanging out and, like, going clothes shopping and doing, like, teenager stuff. Yeah. But they, um, there's a lot of dialogue, not dialogue, but like there's, they're talking and there's like a, like a shot, it's shot as if it was like a dialogue scene, but it's just a montage and there's music played over it. Yeah. And, um, when she's like trying to give him the earring, it looks like she's trying to like put it in his mouth. (laughs) Oh God. And she's saying stuff and he's saying stuff. And I'm wondering if like they shot that. And then they're like, ah, oh, there's not, no, we're already, we already need to make this a two-parter episode. We need to cut this out, but let's just put it in the montage. Right. I wonder if that made sense well, originally. If we ought to hear what they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder if there's if so, it something. gross. We'll never know. It's not gross. It's just really weird. Like, why is she putting, taking an earring out of her ear and putting it in his mouth? He's trying to pay for some records. Oh, okay. Maybe she was just holding it up to see... What it would look like? I thought for a second that she was going to try to pay for the records with the earring. But she started, like, <laughs> putting it toward his mouth. I was like, wait a second. No, I, I, I think I, she was just holding it up. Okay. To give him a dangling earring. And then it cut to the next scene of Peter Deloise with a dangling earring undercover uh, with the bikers. Yes. Right. But I was like, oh my god, they should all have dangling Jace earrings. I agree. the biker's name. You forgot to mention that Captain Jenko won't let him eat eggs anymore. He can only eat Omelets. junk food. He, oh, yeah. right. It's like, he when have you ever... omelet and coffee. He throws <laughs> that away. You get pop and chips for breakfast. Yeah. And then he yells at him, it's the Pepsi generation! And yells a co- and throws a Coke at him. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of uh, snacks mentioned in both of these episodes. That is very true. Do you think that's Do you think that's accurate that teenagers don't eat omelets? I eat omelets. For sure, they don't eat omelets. I don't think most people will do the breakfast like teenagers for sure. I. But he like. Were you eating an omelet before school? Well, not before school. I don't think omelets became part of my life until I was an adult. No no teenagers ever eaten an omelet. Omelets are very sophisticated. It's like getting out of the habit of of 
behaving like an adult and getting back into the yeah. habits of behaving like a teenager. But it, it seemed it seemed to to me that he was not allowed to eat food that wasn't junk food. Well, that's because Jenko's crazy. <laughs> okay. I mean that's true. He's a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all involved in this undercover operation. Yeah. Well, Captain, he's just there to practice yes. buying drugs. The three of well, the three of them are in the back of the truck when they're just like to introduce him to the guy that yeah. they're after. Jace. Jace. Um, so he, uh, uh, Captain Janko. Janko gets out of the van and is like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fucking fight you. I'm not afraid of you." Uh, but then he doesn't fight. He's just like, "You know what?" I'm better than right. this. Right. Penthall throws a bottle at the van. Oh, yes. That's right. And he backs off. All is, all is set up to point out who, who the bad guy is. Yeah. Yes. To Tom. And, uh, yeah, Peter DeLuise is undercover with these guys. Yeah. For, like, how many months? Six months? Four? Four yeah, months? I can't remember. A they long time. talk about it for a long time. And then they do the setup sting just for practice. Like, you're going to go buy some weed from this guy. Um... Yeah, and then he pretends like Peter Delaware's pretends his cousin, which is the wrong word to use. <laughs> yeah, so the cousin uh, brother motif with those two uh, is throughout. They go to a lot of schools together, pretending to be the dumb one and nice. the smart one, which is yeah. where you get the Twenty One Jump Street films from, kind of right. thing. And they're an amazing team. Their chemistry is actually—I think they're still friends. That's great to this day. That's really and, great. Uh, they both show up. Spoiler alert: in the end of the Jump Street movie, together. So it's really funny. Uh, but this whole situation goes wrong because Johnny Depp, like, he gets accused of being a cop, but they're like, ah, you're not a cop. Um, and then he's like, you should trust your instincts, pal. Yeah, but the reason he flips out is because, again, he points out what a baby he looks like. And, like, Tom, yes. like, has the shortest fuse ever. Yeah. Ever. I like, thought he was just going to beat not up. not going to make it if no. he can't. As an undercover... If he, every yeah. time he gets insulted, he freaks out. Like, that's crazy. And that ends up that the bag of weed, which he looked smelled. at and smelled, was actually two pairs of socks. Like, how? <laughs> Makes no sense. You, you should you should tell the difference between socks and weed. Yes. You should like, both in smell and feel. Yes. Which is look at it. Like, <laughs> why didn't he do like why was it wouldn't be like oregano? They weren't they weren't <laughs> like anything. Yeah, like, I don't understand. They weren't even like green socks. No, they, they were black. Like, like it was <laughs> disaster. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. And yet he still gets another assignment. And <laughs> They each get to go to a school, but they assign him to a school where nothing is happening. Because well, he's know in of. training. He's in training. However, yeah. he gets to the fucking school, parks in a spot, and then, lo and behold, who pulls up behind him? Our friend Waxer. In the Jaguar. Yes. Which he should recognize. Because he knows the car's been stolen. He's he read should the know report. what it looks yeah. like. He should know who the people were by yeah. description. But he refuses to get out of their parking spot. But it's not their parking spot, well, I don't I think. Mean, they they claim just, it is. Yeah. They've deemed it their parking spot. They get spot. in a huge fight. It is a full-on fight on the first day of school. He hasn't yeah. even made it into he, school. He's no onto the hood of their car. I love that. That part. was... That's, that's a real step. That ruled. It was pretty great. <laughs> and of course, once again, he's not supposed to be getting in any trouble. He's just supposed to be like starting his first day and like getting the lowdown. And yes. instead, he's like the center <laughs> of attention. The teacher's like, who are you? Like, Which is weird. Wouldn't the, the principal... Is it the principal? I don't know. But wouldn't somebody know that there's an undercover cop in their school? Usually, yes, there's one person on the staff that knows. But yeah. usually they don't tell the teachers. Or I think it was probably the guidance counselor. 
Somebody, yeah, anyway. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if he was going to know, obviously. It was strange. But that's when we but found out it. that Waxer's real name was Tyrell. <laughs> Don't call me that. It was really funny. Uh, yes, but the problem is, stupid kid from the beginning goes to that school and saw and saw Tom in the hallway at the end, right? It's the that's right. Kid. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so that's a big problem because he knows he's a cop. Yeah. Another thing that's a problem, the principal wants Tom and his dad to come to the football game. <laughs> yes. Why wouldn't he tell him his dad is dead? Oh, yeah, we, we didn't mention that. Oh, even. his dad's dead. And but his dad was a cop. Many yeah. times we learned that he died <laughs> taking a bullet. And every single cop that we come into contact with has worked him. with his with yeah. his dad. With his great father, of yeah. course. Well, that's why they're giving him so many breaks, even though he keeps breaking everyone's nose. That's right. <laughs> All right, amazing. We uh, made it. Closing. To be continued. Yes. I mean, like, you almost have to pick it, because, like, there's so much information you still need. (laughs) Just in this one episode. Uh, This was definitely the most jam-packed of action we have ever gotten from you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely more of an Mm. action show than any of the other ones we've watched, except maybe Bunheads. Kyle XY had a a fight scene. That's true. Where he imitated different animals. And And there uh, was going to be a lot of... You're right. Guns on that show. It was very close in in action and quality. (laughs) I agree. Burn. Heartburn. One thing I thought was really weird was they got so mad at Tom for arresting the drug dealer. Yeah. Um, But what was like, were they going to try to get to his supplier? Yeah, I mean, that's what they're always trying to do, pretty much, I think, is get up the further up the chain. But they didn't even arrest him. He they can't charge him with anything. They did arrest him. Uh, they he did. pulled a gun on a yeah, cop because he had a gun. But he said it'll get, it, he'll get basically off with the warning. Kind yeah, of thing. Like, that's so weird. That selling weed is the thing. Like if he had sold him weed, yeah. then he would be in jail. But pulling a gun on him and threatening to kill him. Well, eh. welcome to America's that drug actually, laws. Very strange they're stuff. Insane and still are completely insane. All right, pros and cons. Cotta. Finding Carter. 21 Jump Street. Anything? I don't think there's really cons to either I really like the... uh... Oh, my God. That's... Audience? Something. (laughs) Did you hear that? This is the best... uh, The best... Best round so far? Best round, definitely. Yes. I think I like... um, Yeah, I like these two better than any two we've watched. I definitely still love camp. Let's talk about... Let's take a camp break. We lost camp last right. episode, but Saskia has finished the series. Oh yeah, holy crap. This is the first episode we've recorded, isn't it? Would you it? like yeah. to say anything about the about camp? I know you, you've mentioned that Eric missed the worst and best episode of the series. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, you definitely missed the worst the worst episode. Where there was a pregnancy scare for uh, Marina. Okay. Uh, and she thinks she's pregnant for about five minutes and then tells the person she thinks got her pregnant and the person she is now dating, Kip. Okay. In case you were wondering. Okay, I was um, wondering. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing is like, you have to take me to town uh, uh, so I can take a pregnancy test. And then, like, it just gets so like, ridiculous. Their car breaks down. He doesn't have a license, but their car breaks down. But the cop gives them a warning. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to give you a ride into town. Um, but they leave the car on the road. So he gives them a ride into town. And when they get to town, it's pouring rain. Night, even though they left camp like at 9 a.m. in the morning. So yeah. I don't know how it's night now. Uh, he drops them off without a car in town like 90 kilometers away. And uh, then the drugstore is closed. 
And this is like only the 20 minute mark of the episode. <laughs> anyway. And the best episode? The finale. Yes. It was really great. They so really great. tried. They really tried to get it to come back. Yeah. Uh, everybody ended up making a good decision, I think, for their life. Yeah. That's All the true. characters, you mean? Yes. Mm. Cole. Cole, especially. He uh, goes on an Alaskan adventure with Roger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> After Mac is like, you know what? I think I am ready to be with Cole. Your two favorites right off into the sunset together. Yeah, they do. That's wild. That's very strange. It's awesome. No, he ends up working for Roger in Alaska. All right, let's vote. Thank you. You're writing down the name of the show that you never want to see again. Can I just write camp on here? No, because okay. it's over. That's right. All right. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'll fold it twice. It's folded twice. Here yeah. are your treats. Pepsi. It's the Pepsi generation. That's right. Had to do it. How did you even buy these as an avid Coke fan as I well? I know. Well, listen, I searched. Oh, my God. Lemon Twist. Three Wait. stores for everlasting gobstoppers and failed. <laughs> so, thank you. Well, that's right. Bert claims to have ever, everlasting go- gobstoppers. Yeah, because you know what? Let's do this. Oh, I thought that, that was harder. <laughs> there it goes. That Lemon means... Twist Pepsi. Just wanted That's that, how you can that, tell that from the sound. Going back to the Pepsi generation, they were you were so offended by the uh, young Americans shilling their Coke. <laughs> Jump I was not offended. Eric was offended. Yeah, I was. I was very frustrated. I will with be that. on board with the Coca Cola commercial at any any time. In any, any show. Any show. Great. Okay. The first vote is for. 21 Jump Street. The next vote is for... Finding Carter. Oh. Goodbye. What are you going to do, guys? What are we going to do? Do you have a veto? She Uh sure does have a veto. Are you going to use it? Can't go silent. This is a podcast. They can't see your steely face. Saskia can say something. I think it's fairly obvious by the goodbye underlined that we will not be watching another Finding Carter ever again. All right, Saskia. Are you upset? (laughs) No, she's excited. I think it's fairly silly of you that you voted against 21 Jump Street. (laughs) I think that's criminal. (laughs) And, like... Especially when it's a two-parter. I I don't understand. That was on purpose. So you're using your veto, then? Uh, no. Not at this point. <laughs> You're not? Alright. I like Finding Carter, so I don't mind. I mean, 21 Jump Street is the better show. And I'm excited to watch more 21 Jump Street. But if you're not going to use your veto, then I'm fine sticking with... So you're just trying to get her veto out. trying to get really? her veto out, that yeah. That is... I mean, they're both good, is to me. That's true. He does like Finding Carter. I like it. Plus more Max. Plus he watched the uh, next time on Finding Carter. Yeah, so I know that uh, drug dealer Crash shows up Sexy next Crash, episode. Sexy Crash, who becomes a major point in the love square. That's right. Which then turns into a whatever a five-sided thing is called. Pentagon? Pentagon, yeah. Okay. Love Pentagon. I don't want to talk about it anymore, so you, whatever. You don't want to talk about it? I'll just use my veto. Okay, cool. All right. That's it. So we're doing Celestia 21 Jump Street. Celestia lost her veto. We will be watching the second half of the two-parter of 21 Jump Street. I can't wait to see what happens. You're good. <laughs> what? I'm feeling a lot of rage. Oh, no. Is that abnormal uh, for you? Actually, actually the, the con towards you, yes. Okay. It is. 
<laughs> the uh, the only con I was going to say that if we do continue watching Twenty One Strum Street, I can't watch it tonight. No, that's right. You can't. You gotta wait. I honestly was ready to watch the to next finish. episode immediately. <laughs> this like seconds. It does finishing. end with a very exciting ending. Even if it with wasn't the fight in the parking lot, to be continued. Like, yeah. It's just so great. Like this is above and beyond anything. It's one of my all time favorite shows. It's it's definitely the best show that we've watched so far. So good. Well, I'm glad we're going up, guys. Yeah. Our next challenger, we're gonna stay right in the eighties. Eighties versus eighties. Now, do the words when I wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning and I don't think I'll ever make it on time mean anything oh. to you? No. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look. I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by? No, no, this is like a huge one, dude. It's all right, because I'm saved by the bell. God damn it. No, that's not the one I was going to guess at all. Saved by the bell. I thought it was like, I'm glad it wasn't Cheers, because I would have recognized that Cheers is not a teen drama. No, it's not. (laughs) I don't think you see a single teen on Cheers, because they can't go in there. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so next episode, we will be watching episode two of 21 Jump Street, uh, and episode one and two, since it's a 22-minute show, Mm -hmm. of Saved by the Bell. Exciting. (laughs) All right, talk to you then. Goodbye. Thanks for listening, everybody. There you go, there you stay. Disappear